Beer, Sports. Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you boys. Everybody, what's good with you? Hey, Sean and Brad, guys, beer sports. We are episode four, season three, episode five, whatever. I don't even know why we keep track of episodes. We fair anymore. We'll put that stuff on the content label and then you can see it. I don't know. It's all, you know, no one can count when you're having fun, right? That's always the thing. That's so true. So, true. Fun. so here we are. Mm. Uh, week three of the NFL season, the best time of the year for yours truly week two golly where am i at? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Brad, i know i just like to bust your balls i feel like i haven't talked a lot of shit to you lately and it's really starting you haven't been able to <laughs> until recently yeah i feel bad for you i what sat do you mean? on that i sat on that screenshot of our baseball fantasy league yeah i sat on i know for like you weeks sean you I were waiting, eh? I was like, oh my God, as soon as he starts again, I'm launching this thing. Like, it just came to me one time, and I was like, but it was like too late in the conversation. And you knew and I I'd like, do it too. You, you knew. I send it now. I was like, if he brings this shit back up again, here's, I'm going there. And I was like, you knew. I got it. You knew I'd do it because the chase was like, there it is. <laughs> I was like, yes, it paid off. <laughs> I was cracking. I was like tears were welling up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he got me. Brad's yeah. yeah. visiting us from the future, and he knows that the New York Giants are going to beat Washington. Place your bets. You guys aren't going to believe it. It's the craziest <laughs> thing you'll ever see. Game-winning kick, and guess what? The guy from the Washington football team, right? He misses the kick. Place goes crazy, but guess what? There's a flag, folks. It's the wildest thing you'll see. In the nose tag of all people, the guy staring at the ball, jumped across like a hungry lion looking at a steak. Remember, this is all from the future because Brad's in week three. You got to pick it again. <laughs> Bang. Oh, Brad, it seems too. it seems like you have it seems like you have a lot in your mind here, brother. So first off, happy anniversary to you Thank and yours. You. Uh, this is gonna be oh, yeah, a yeah, that lady's put up with me for thirteen years. That's pretty good. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. You know, I mean, she's letting you record just like mine is letting me record right now. Somehow we're having fun every yeah. week. Listen, it's early here in the West Coast, and she is still sleeping. So let's not. Yeah. Let's like the apartment of those <laughs> Man. Five of my uh, five children are awake and have been tended to, and uh, the missus is still sleeping. And I would love to say it's an anniversary present, but it's what we do on Saturdays. So she gets go. And, uh, I handle the business, which you can tell it's how my kids are behaved. So here we are. Here Sweet. we are. So, yeah. So first off, week one came off. And first off, what the heck happened to Josh Allen? Oh my God! That was Josh Allen of old. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. You, know, you mean I've been listening to me this whole time? You, you 
phase it off that, that I'm hating, but I'm just being honest. Well, wait a second, because it's not just Josh Allen that had a little bit of a rough time there, a little rough patch in week one. Because Aaron Rodgers, I think, for the first time in his NFL career, got pulled. Pulled in the fourth quarter. He didn't get Yeah, he didn't get He got the yank. He got the yank, bro. Three points. I don't know what else you expect from a man with a man bun, but. It's a man with a man bun. If your quarterback has a man bun, he's 100% not the best player in the league. Give you that, and I'll one up you because I I still think he's devastated by the loss of not hosting Jeopardy. I think it's in his head. Yeah, I mean, we heard Michael Irvin say this week: if you're already thinking about retirement, you already are. We know that Aaron thought about it, so you have to wonder yeah. where he is. With all that said, you guys are going to listen to this episode, and Aaron Rodgers will have thrown for 350 yards. So in week two, <laughs> right? Because you came back, you came back. That's right. <laughs> well, he's playing. It's the Detroit Lions, right? It's the Detroit Lions. Like it is. Aaron Rodgers habitually, do? habitually tortures the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I was I was just reading something. I think he's like fifteen and five against them, and something ridiculous like five thousand yards against uh, Detroit he just alone. Loves to torch them, and they're at so, home. I mean, it's just it all yeah. sets up for a big comeback week for Green Bay. That's why I love so them panic. in my fantasy. Way more, <laughs> way more panic in Buffalo with Mr. Allen's inaccuracy issues flaring up again. That was crazy, man, to watch. Um, I don't know. I just think he thought that the first was, half was good. It's crazy because you're like, oh my God, Brad and Reader right. Josh Allen is terrible. We told you that he he can listen. That if I was Buffalo right now, I would be like, listen, no fans at the home games because the only time Josh Allen is good is when no one's watching. <laughs> Babe, I'll tell you what I am looking forward to is that uh, Cleveland Browns Houston Texans game. Hmm. Weird flex, but okay. We'll get into all that though. So we were wrong about we were wrong about te- the Tennessee Titans. Yep, we were wrong. We were wrong about them. We were wrong about Green Bay. I was wrong about Buffalo trancing Pittsburgh. So, all right, everybody, everybody got a good one there. It's, uh, yeah, but still, stuff. like if you think about it, being out three is not terrible. Like it's, it's not. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. But uh, you know, when I went three and four in my fantasy leagues, and shout out to Reed for beating me in week one. That's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah, what the hell is with your name there, by the way? It's Austin. The Austin, soon to be Austin Bills. <laughs> like, You're just antagonizing me, and we're facing each other this week. <laughs> no, that's only, I'll, I'm going to change it after we play. I just, I was, I set it up just so for that. You know, I mean, that's just the thing. Is, you know, there'll be three teams in Texas before long. So, this week's episode, it just got me to thinking when I saw uh, is it Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy from the Broncos, wide receiver for the Broncos. We were all throwing that, uh, throwing that uh, highlight out of his hey, ankle. Before we get to today's topic, yeah, thanks to our sponsors, uh, Flyers Brewery and Restaurant. We appreciate you guys, Cora Highway 20 and Whidbey Avenue in Oak Harbor. Go see them. Tony's my favorite brewer of all time, so Pacemaker Porter is still number one in my book. Tony, thanks for making excellent beer. Thanks for supporting the, uh, the podcast. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. Great place to watch games, do those things. Our friends at Bodega Brawl. Hey, listen, uh, I got my copy this week. So look, look, 100 of 100, special edition. Got the pad, got all the things. It's the it's the business. It's That's all you got to know. It's the business. So go get yours. That looks uh, great. Check them out, Bodega Brawl. Link in there. Shout out to them. Sean? Hey, sweep my balls. Hey, if you want to be happy with yourself 
pick up your self-confidence. Feel all around better. Get yourself some roomy tools at Smooth My Balls. Go to www.smoothmyballs.com in order to get your 15% off. Your boys will love it. Best decision I'll ever make. Not only your boys, your, your partner, your friend, yourself. Man. Tell you what, nothing like, it. <laughs> nothing like it. So now that we got that out of the way, yeah. thank you, sponsors. I would like to shout out both of us for getting good haircuts this week too, because we both look. We look, look good, eh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's interesting that little... it's apparently you know, tank top season is out apparently in the six, and now we're on to button ups. So, thanks for classing <laughs> the joint up here. <laughs> So I went, it's just out here on uh, Dundas, Dundas Street and the corner of Dundas and Sumac. Dundas, it's called, Dundas shit. Yeah. So it's called 611 Purple Factory and it's owned by Raekwon, the chef, Raekwon. Okay. That explains yeah. it all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gray haircut. Um, you, need a, you know what? You, you have to buzz to get in. So they look at you. And they try to decide, are you cool enough to come in here? Are you cool enough? So did you, did you sneak in behind somebody? <laughs> that's, like, that's exactly what I did, Brad. Was somehow, yeah. my personality managed yeah. to win them over. So, Because yeah. Yeah. they were I looking at me like going, someone, someone else, the door opened, and you just snuck in and hooked it and walked yourself in. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they, they did me correct, man. It was good. Even the beard. Good they did. Up, beard. Yeah. You that's look great. Good. Look That's at you. the best part. Yeah, well, Lampton always has a first class job. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. We got to have him back on. I got almost, I would just say, you know, all the Tesh boys go to see Lampton now. So there you go. I finally got my, my brother finally uh, had enough of not having the best haircut in his house. My nephew goes there. And so there I took go. Mark in for the first time because he, Mark's a little guy, but man, he walked out of that joint three feet taller. Just. I gotta have words. I have up. to have words. I have to have words with your brother Mark drafting Josh Allen like that. that spite, but whatever. You know we'll we get, get into down. that later. You know how we we'll get, get into that. Yeah. yeah. All anyway. right. Anyway. So after after seeing, I was just stating here that after seeing Jerry uh, Jerry Judy going down, and then only finding out he was down for eight weeks, so it must have been a high sprain injury, not a complete yeah, the, break. Yeah. The weird thing about the high ankle sprain though is that it's really a break. Right, they call it a high ankle sprain for whatever reason, but really, it's the bone pops out of the joint, and you know, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not fun. No, but eight weeks is not like surgeries. And no, eight weeks. Eight weeks is yeah, yeah. It's not as terrible as it looked. Yeah, because it looked so. Yeah, it looked terrible. (laughs) It really did. No. No, so that got me to thinking for this week's podcast. I mean, I was just thinking, man, that. What what are the things? Because it just started coming back to me all the different injuries that has happened. That yeah. just made me went <laughs> my course yeah. of watching sports. Because that's one thing is de- definitive is in sports, playing contact sports or what have you. You're going to see something probably very oh, yeah. much disgusting. 100%. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, when you pitched this idea to me, I was well into it. And that's the thing, you know. I can tell you where I was and what I was doing when it happened. I think maybe that's, you know, the thing of all things is you remember these things and be like very vividly like, oh, I was 
doing this activity and this happened like yeah you know that's a that's an important milestone for you know when we agree there's some injuries that have happened that you're like what like you've got to go look at it and, you know i mean even in the thursday night game again coming from the future um you know one of the interior linemen from the giants got wrecked and they came back right. for break and they were like hey all we can tell you is that uh, it's a lower leg injury and we're all going to do you a service of not showing it to you and like that's when you know that you know i mean because this is even on my list but like that alex smith injury you know uh where he shattered his leg that was a rough that was one. horrific um, yeah you know so there was those things you know we've seen I remember carson palmer having his knee fully extended and getting run into by a yeah, he went to Lyman and just shredding his knee. You know, are these your honorable? Are, these are your honorable mentions. Yeah, those. Yeah, those aren't even on my list, right? I mean, we're going top five, and those two yeah. are. You know, I say those things, be like, oh yeah, yeah, those yeah. those were rough, and they're not even in my list. Well, the so. two, the two of my honorable mentions, and the only reason why I didn't count them is because it had to do with wrestling. So, because it's like sports entertainment, not like. You know, and it's still sports. It's still, it's like, still. If you just said it was cheerleaders or curling, then I would be like, "Wow, yeah." yeah. I mean, I but uh, Sid yeah, Vicious. There, see how I see how I compared curling. I and saw curling. that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Check. Uh, okay. Check. So Sid Vicious, when he got uh, his leg snapped against Scott Simons back in like 1997-98, now, that one I keep forgetting about. But that was vicious looking. You can still see that on YouTube if you want to. Was vicious looking for Sid Vicious? Vicious looking for Sid Vicious. And then there's Mick Foley's. This is in 1989 in Japan, where he got, he used to do this thing where he gets himself caught up in the ropes. And the ropes were like Mm -hmm. this, but they were like extra tight. And it ended up ripping his ear off. (laughs) Just nasty. Nasty. Those are my honorable mentions. So without further ado, he was the motivation for Mike Tyson biting off Holyfield's ear. I think so. (laughs) All right. So without further ado, I think Brad, let's get you started off with your number five. Oh man, I didn't even put him in order. I just have five. Uh, So I'll just give you the first one that pops in my brain. It's uh, Paul George in the Olympic. lead up to you know it must have been the 2016 games um man and i think it was, you know, 20, I think it was 2014 if i'm not mistaken might have been somewhere in there no no actually i think you're right 2016, 2016 was a summer olympics yeah yeah uh they were having an inner squad inner squad scrimmage right if you don't remember and so that's when you know they still have the full camp and so it's all the players that are a part of usa basketball not just the 12 that go to the games, right? There's a whole, you know, other team that's competing for a spot. So they're having this inter-squad scrimmage and Paul George's comes down weird and like the basket stanchion where, you know, the, the support for the basket was a little bit closer than it normally is. And he caught right. it and just snapped his leg in half. Uh, and it was one of the, like, I was remember the first time, not first time, but like a visibly spot where, you know, people were crying on the court uh you know fans were and, and he's just on like not in a good spot and they actually canceled the rest of the scrimmage because none of the players wanted to continue and that yeah. was just a, like the wildest thing for me and I, I still have a screenshot of it this is terrible i took a screenshot of it happening uh 
before they pulled it off because I wanted to be able to remember it. And it is, I've showed it to a bunch of people. I'm like, look at this. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And I know, look at it. And because it looks, it's like maybe six inches from his knee is where his knee, his leg bends like it is his knee. Oh man, it is horrific. Oh, okay. That's, that's nasty. That's nasty. I remember looking at that. Yeah, that's nasty. Well, yeah, and they were like, you know, it was one of those things where it's a scrimmage and so everyone's kind of a little bit looser. And they're like, oh, Paul George is down. It looks like he hurt his knee. And they went and showed the replay, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's that's not his knee. That's uh, not his knee. <laughs> All right, so mine, nice. uh, to start mine off, and I figured to myself, because, like, a lot of people just forget about hockey uh, all over the place. Yeah, you so, do a great job of not letting us forget about hockey. I'll say that. <laughs> so I had to go with Brian Burrard. Uh, this happened back in March 2000. It changed the game of hockey as we know it. So this is the days where it was optional. If you want to wear a visor, you can wear a visor. If you don't want to wear a visor, no problems, right? Brian Burrard was a defenseman for the Toronto Maple Leafs. This happened in... Uh, it was then at that time, ACC, they were playing the Ottawa Senators. Marion Hosa, who was a great hockey player, ended up playing for – he was playing for Ottawa, got traded from Ottawa to Detroit, uh, Detroit to Pittsburgh. I think he won the Cup in Chicago uh, with the Chicago Blackhawks for two seasons there. But he, he tried he – was, he was chasing a Cup when he went to Detroit and Pittsburgh. He was just on the other side of the, the losing teams. So when Pittsburgh and Detroit faced each other the first time – Anyway, I'm, I'm the going into the weeds. Here's the first loser in those things. Yeah. Are we talking about that's his right? Uh, no, we're not talking about his injury. That's why I say I'm we, going way off. We can have a whole other episode on guys that yeah. chase rings. I would. That's love, fine. I would love it. Yeah, love it. So here he is. I have some thoughts about that shit. Yeah. So Marion Hosa is trying to get the puck out of his zone, right? So he's taking a wild shot at it, and while his stick is coming up, it comes right up in Brian Berard right here, and pops out his freaking eyeball out it goes he's there i've never seen so much blood and you just see the guys down and you see these guys are coming and you knew it was disgusting um i don't know how many operations with several his operations eyeball was out 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 so several operations in order to get his eyeball nice. back in he he ended up getting traded or he ended up signing with the islanders afterwards and the finished islanders. out yeah, <laughs> he ended up finishing up his career, but that was absolutely fantastically disgusting. Uh, I will never forget that, and and that's when they decided, nope, it's going to be visors are mandatory. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. Were you watching that game live? Yeah. yeah, that's the worst. Right, it's one thing. Like I think all of these moments are that I have are all ones that I saw live because seeing them, you know, on Sports Center on replay, you're like. Mm. I mean, they're cool, but like, it's not. Yeah, you, know, you kind of know it's horrific. Uh, but the ones that happen live, where you have like this weird, like, what, what was it? And then you see it, and you're like, oh, you know, like that, right? This is the thing. Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. That's what's like watching a highlight as opposed to watching it in real time. Like you were like the real time <laughs> version. Uh, your background friend there was the uh, watching the highlight. That was my mother, everybody. Yes. <laughs> She's visiting. Okay. Um, all right. We covered our five. What was the next one on your list? 
we 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 did not cover our we covered number five. That's what you're saying. That's right. Back to it. Back to it. Um. Um. You know, it's uh, Kangaroo Junior slamming into the wall and breaking his wrist. Uh, must have been ninety three. You know, and just like as a kid watching your baseball hero, you know, do something you've seen him do a bunch of times, and then you know not be okay was maybe the first time that that had happened to someone that I like revered. I I had seen a bunch of injuries, you know, but I had never had seen my own uh, personal favorite player get hurt. And so that was, that's why it sticks in my brain. And then he missed the rest of the year. And I remember just being just bummed out. Yeah. Realizing the first time, like how injuries work in sports, because I think up till then you'd see, someone get hurt and then you don't watch that team much anymore when it's like the visiting opponent, right. Or a backup, you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it's like the star player of your team, man, that is just gut punching. That's uh, it's funny when you say that, because it's like um, you being young and then seeing that happening, it it affects you. Right. I mean, well, and you see him as superhuman, right. And then seeing him get hurt, like, you're like, well, what are we, Crashing into a wall like that, that can break your arm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. So for me, it was Anderson Silva that we're talking about uh, 2013 December. Yeah, this is my third one, actually. That's your third one? Oh, man. This is like my one in general, because I remember where I was. I was in my, I was, we're all in my living room. Same here. We were were in the living room. We're watching this, and I couldn't believe it when his leg just wrapped around. Well, it was around wild because if you remember, check. all of a sudden he just fell down. Remember? Oh, you saw that leg wrap around, wrap around his check. It was like not, but not in the moment. Not in the moment. Remember that was afterwards. He kicked and then he stepped back and fell down. And everyone's like, "What the hell?" And then we watched it and we're like, "Oh, like that." I mean, that's the like. There's been a lot of horrific things in the UFC events and just mixed martial arts in general. That's the one that made my stomach turn where I was like, whoa, like, what are we doing here? I was there. I was just like, what is the sweet? And then, I didn't know and that then, your shin could do that. I know. And then like two years, two years afterwards, he's back in the octagon. Yeah. Like an injury like that would end anybody's career originally. Now he's got a steel plate in there. And yeah, a well, I mean, like when you see, like, I mean, that's similar to kind of what happened to Alex Smith, right? But like in Joe Theismann, but they had socks on. So like you couldn't mm. like see it like that. No, but, like, exactly. Seeing it, ex- like seeing it <laughs> with no cover is whoa, right? I mean, that's, man, listen, that is horrific. Like, Oh, I mean, Man, it's still, it it's still when I think sometimes, about it. Yeah, sometimes when you see body parts do things they're not supposed to do, you're like, whoa, wait a minute, hold on, time out. Like, no one prepared me for this thing. Like, I can't even oh. be here for this. Okay, so that, that, was, that was you and me there covering Anderson Silva. We both had that. Yeah. Did you I have another you got, name? I guess you got to jump to number three then because, you know. Yeah, okay. Since you're Silver. stealing my thunder. So the thing is that 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 my number three is your honorable mention, Alex Smith. Oh yeah, uh, I remember watching that game and just being absolutely disgusted watching that leg collapse underneath him because it just snapped like a twig. And yeah. 
you could see it happening. It was just dangling there. And I just thought to myself, how is this guy not just crying? You know what I mean? Like he's well, getting carted off. Berlin, right? I mean, we watched uh, Hard Knocks this year. That's something that Nikki and I do every year. We watched you know, the HBO series Hard Knocks, which shows someone training camp. And um, they were showing Dak Prescott, and they showed his injury from last year, which is yeah. probably should be on the list. And she had not seen it yet. And, like, oh, she was oh, like, oh. he's trying to knock it back into place. Like, he's slamming his foot into the turf. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Like, he's got so much adrenaline and juice going right there. Like, he doesn't – like, that's not registering. Like, his body is taking over into fight mode. Like, yeah, he's not aware of anything going on right now. Right, right. It, it blew my mind, though, man. It's like just seeing somebody's leg snap underneath like that was just so disgusting. And I think it's not just the on-field antics and that it was 33 years to the day of Joe Theismann's injury. Yeah. It was the fact that it took 17 surgeries in order to come back and just to find out how serious that was after the fact. Yeah. Like, in the, in the moment, it was disgusting. But then to find out how hard it was, and he could have almost lost his life, it was just yeah, like, well, holy some crap. of it, right, is, you know, it's staph infections. You know, that's what gets yeah. it. You know what I mean? And, and that's kind of the same thing that happened with Grant Hill in the NBA, right? He had that terrible Eight. ankle injury and, you know, and ended up really derailing a lot of his career because he spent so many seasons trying to rehab that ankle from staph infections. And that the staph infection, you know, much to Alex Smith's case, the staph infection ended up being the more serious complication. Right. Wait, you know. what? You know, uh, I mean, it's horrific it just, enough as it is, right? It was loosens. already horrific. Yeah. Right. From a physical standpoint, but then to add on, you know, loss of muscle tissue and and all those things around it due to these staph infections. What's you know, the odds of two and all those things? Yeah. What's the odds of two Washington quarterbacks going down thirty three years apart like that? Oh, you could never got odds on it. I mean, it's no. <laughs> What's, what's next on your list? Are we at number two now? Is that where we are? Yeah. It's uh, Ricardo Lockett, wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. I remember Halloween 2015, uh, that game, they played the Dallas Cowboys, and he just gets rocked on a kick return, and I thought that he died. Like, I remember he ended up breaking, he ended up yeah. breaking his neck on the field. Um, and, you know, normally there's there's always a level of urgency from the emergency response staff. But there was a heightened level of emergency uh, and urgency. And, like, both sets of team doctors were out and paramedics were sprinting onto the field. Like, it was a real – he was not moving. Uh, All the players were on a knee, saw – like, it was real fear. And, you know, that's kind of the tell. You know, if you watch sports at all, you know, um, or I guess maybe this is just – I know it's not just me, but this is how I view those those incidents – is always look at the faces of the doctors and to kind of gauge like, you know, they're always being serious, but to see if you can see some urgency and there yeah. was real panic in those people's faces. It's the first time I'm ever seeing oxygen come out on the field. Um, you know, cut his uniform off, like all, it was just not a good scene at all. And I remember just sitting there watching it. My buddy, Brandon Baza, um, we used to have him to be in Mexico, you know, we're sitting at a bar in a resort in Mexico watching it and just like, bro, I think he's dead. Like, you know, there was just no movement at all. Just massive, you know, just sprinting him off the field on the, on the cart, not rolling him slowly. Like they were in a dire, you know, emergency. And he right. never played again. You know, he never, right. never made it back again. They, there was, you know, 
some talk about how close he was to being to actually dying on the field, um, you know, or being paralyzed and all that kind of wild stuff. And so that's, that's some I, that I do vaguely remember that. It's so funny. Like, you imagine all your your dreams and everything of being on the NFL field, and it just yeah. comes crashing like to an yeah, extreme. Yeah, I think it sticks because I was just watching the game, you know, because something similar mm-hmm. happened in Buffalo to that tight end on a kickoff return. Right. You know, I don't remember what his name is. I have his book somewhere, but you know, it's the same kind of thing, right? And you feel you I remember that happening, but I don't remember yeah. it as vividly, of course, because you know, I you it's watching it live. It's the uncertainty right. of it that breaks it into your, you know, that puts it in your memory bank, right? It's right. Know. So it's funny because like I had Joe Feisman on my list, but I'm I'm gonna take him off now that we just talked about Alex Smith, but I did want to mention about Joe Feisman. I think we already went through that. It ended his career. What would have happened if he was like 33 years after the fact? The way oh, the medical science is now. It, it, yeah, he, right? could have, he could have. Yeah, I mean, that, been back. You remember back then? I mean, not even long ago, right? Maybe 10 years ago, ACLs were career-ending surgeries. Right, right. And now it's like you know, eight months, seven months. Crazy. If they want it, you know, if it, yeah, it's just modern medicine is doing those things. There's a lot of things that happened. 30 years ago that today wouldn't be, I mean, that's my number one, right? My number one is the first time I ever remember seeing someone get injured. It's November of 84, probably. Who was it? Uh, it's Oakland Raiders on Monday night football. I'm, you know, I'm staying at my grandparents' house. I know, you know, my parents are on their anniversary trip. And so uh, I was five years old. My grandpa let me stay to watch Monday night football, which is a big deal. I mean, back then Monday night football kicked off late, right? I mean, right. Like, 10 o'clock, you know, it was getting over 1030 on the West coast, which is crazy. Yeah. And, um, before they started like sliding around times to meet, you know, both coasts or whatever. And so, um, you know, Napoleon Kaufman just dives across this, uh, Oh, Napoleon McCullough, not Napoleon. Napoleon Kaufman is the running back from the University of Washington that also played for the Raiders. Napoleon McCollum is the, is the running back. He dives across this pile and plants his left knee and the free safety just lights him up and his knee goes completely backwards i mean he put his he put his helmet into his kneecap fully planted with all his weight and his knee went completely he threw the ball in the air because he was in so much pain you know and i remember just being at five years old like having zero concept that that was even possible okay so my number one, it is a hockey injury. It still haunts me to this day. This is back in 1989. So this is like, my goodness, I was, what, 17 at that time? Man, I tell you what, like 88 to 93 are your glory years. I'm telling you. It's either that or it's all you can remember. Well, the Clint, Mal- Clint Malarchuk was goaltender for the Buffalo Sabres at the time. It was just disgusting because, like, Boyer Salming, he was a defenseman for the Maple Leafs just before that. He got stepped on. I'll never forget that with a skate, 22 stitches down like this. Looked great afterwards, though. Looked like a real tough guy. Um, Clint Malarchuk ended up getting a skate right across the carotid oh, artery. Yeah. yeah. And he's mean. bleeding out. He's yeah. freaking bleeding out on the ice. And one of the statements I'll never forget that he ended up saying was, I was just worried about getting off the ice because I didn't want my mother to see me die on the ice. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is how real this was. Yeah. Uh, un- like, 
unbelievable that the trainer there was an ex-Vietnam vet, came out, pinched the artery, put his knee onto his like uh, collarbone and shoulder area in order to like slow down his breathing, literally saved his life. Yep. And then they were able, like, this is, this is the freaky thing, Brad. This guy almost dies on the ice losing, I think, one and a half liters or something like that of blood just coming right out. Um, they stitched him up, right? Ten days. He's back in yeah. uniform. Ten days. Yeah. Crazy. Got to get back on. That's not even taking it. I mean, yeah, that's all those things are horrific. And then we've seen, even this year, that guy from the Mets taking that fastball in the face. Oh man, man! And shattering, you know, his nasal cavities and a cheekbone, oh. and I mean, all the blood. I mean, you don't see blood in baseball often, right? Not no. like that. No, that or even crazy. the Oakland Athletics buddy there with a line drive on that one there too. Yep. It, it's yep. crazy. Well, that's the so, thing. We, we have these five moments, but there's so many more. I remember watching Patrick Mahomes two years ago, right, with his knee. Yes, yes. And like you there's, watch him dive some, in the and, pile, then his kneecap just rolls over, and you're like, whoa. And just Whoa. like you mentioned about that Dak Prescott injury, I still remember that one. It was just yeah. disgusting to look at. Yeah, and, uh, it's wild. It's, it's wild know, all, how all these things happen. And, we, you know, there's ones that shape us and stick with us, and there's some that are just, you know, in passing. But, yeah. Ooh, oh, man. So that oh, leads wow. me to this week's wife question of the week. Oh, here we go. So, yes. So first installment of this season. Uh, so... We were sitting there, we're talking. I was mentioning to her, to Joanna, about our topics today. And she goes, why in the world, this is the white question of the week, why in the world would anybody make a sport, especially a combat sport, where you know you're going to get injured? I mean, I don't know that you're going to get injured. It's possible. Well, MMA, you know, you know, there's going to be some sort of injuries. You're going to be yeah, but some I mean, sort of- humanity has always thrived on contact and combat, right? That's the thing. Think about like, listen, I'm just going to channel my dot, my dad here, right? The great and wise Barry Tesh. Whenever my mom would say some wild things like that about us boys, my dad would be like, "You're never a boy, were you?" And that's what I'll say to you, Joanna. You're just—you are never a boy. So I don't think you could put it any more eloquently than and that. We thrive on it. Think about that now. Yeah. I wrestle with you now, right? Like it's true. And I'm like almost fifty. So yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna—I something's gonna pop somewhere because I'm almost fifty. Yeah, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm just, we're just trying to have a little fun. That's, that's it. all it is. And like, if someone gets hurt, they get hurt. Like that's just how it goes. <laughs> no one's trying to hurt anybody that way, right? You're, you're trying to, that's just the way it works. That's why, you know, historically, and I'm not trying to get into this with anybody. Like, I have respect yeah. for everybody, right? I'm not trying to say this. Certain people are bent towards being hunter gatherers, and other people aren't. Yeah. It's thrive on conflict. That's it. We're men. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. Listen, I have to fight the urge to jack my kid up a lot. He's going to be 10. And he's wide open in a lot of times. I'm just trying to get him saved up for later. But if, if I That's see it. him exposing himself, I'm going to catch him because yeah. he's got to save those ones till he's 15. That's when they yeah. really come. Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, there's, yeah. I'm just establishing some dominance now just to get a head start. But, That's you know, yeah, I wrap him up a lot and just squeeze him and 
hold them down and just try to get them to get through it. And this is the way of nurturing. So this is how it goes. I do it to the girls too. So don't, don't think I just do it to the boy, but. Oh, no, boy, no. I, I'm I, always I looking. It. I'm always looking for opportunities to expose them. I bet you those test girls are like the toughest girls on the block right now. You don't, you don't want any part of, you don't want yeah. any part of them. <laughs> All right. I want to get into week three. I know so, you know what's going on already. I mean, week two. See, you got me going now. I want to get into week two because you've been in the future of week three. You know everything that's this. going the on. The girls, and this includes my nieces uh, at nauseum, can all choke you out with your own T-shirt. So just at your own peril, try them. <laughs> Don't they be breaking into the test household. Yeah, they Don't be breaking into the test household. No, they'll choke Bad you out news. with your T-shirt and kicking the nuts. That's how it's going to go down, and you're not going to be happy about it. Running away, screaming, rake. <laughs> oh, they're they're going to be yelling that while they're kicking you in the nuts. And they're going to get it. You are going to get it. There's advantages of having a big dad, and that's you feel some pressure early. Uh, anyway, maybe not. Who knows? We'll see. So, week two. Week two. Let's get into our picks to see how it goes, see where we differ. Okay. So also, we're, I mean, we're playing for our fantasy football team, right? So we got that going for us. Yeah, we have we have a rivalry going on this week, anyways. Yeah. All right. So Giants Washington. Did it surprise you that the Giants pretty much gave this game away? I mean, they oh. did. Daniel Jones played a great game. They 100 gave it away, but it was not any way, shape, or form a surprise. It just wasn't. I guess. Yeah. I mean, Jason Garrett was calling up fantastic plays, I thought. Yeah. Daniel yeah. Jones looked great. Yeah. I think the they refs were, were all over, all over New York, but they were all over Washington as well. They were, they were, listen, the Giants were undisciplined. They were. You know, you're, I mean, you have a guy who gets a wide open and Clayton on a, at the end of the game that seals it with a touchdown that he, the ball bounces off his hand in the end zone with no one 10 yards around him. You've got Can to you imagine? Catch. Can you imagine you putting 10 points of pressure on them? That's yeah. pressure. You know what I mean? Now you just have a like, field goal range and a field goal Listen, chance. It's like, like if, if, you know, and this is armchair quarterback, but if I'm running that route, I probably make that same play, right? But I'm 42 and not a professional football player. No one's paying me to catch the ball. Yeah, but we could we could criticize. Not, I love it. It would not be a surprise if I dropped that pass in front of all those people. But it's a surprise that that guy does. Especially yeah. when you're getting paid that much money. Absolutely. This is your bread and butter. Receiver? You want to be as far as you want to go? Yeah, catch that ball and stuff. And, I mean, Tyler Hennick, he's a great story, right? Back and forth. Who is this? Washington football team. Should have been. Oh. Maybe should have been the starter in front of Fitzpatrick. Everyone's saying that. He's just a younger version of Fitzpatrick as far as I'm yeah. concerned. He's got, yeah, he's, he's alive. He's got a lot of ones. So, you know, yeah. try to see what he does in the eight weeks. Well, I think... You know what? He's got a great chance in order to win that job now. Absolutely. All right, Raiders Steelers. That is going to be a great game. Yeah, it is a little bit interesting with uh, Josh Jacobs when the Raiders not playing. You know, banging all that. But you know, I don't think Pittsburgh looked great against your Buffalo Bills. So, you know, looking for a rebound game from them. They'll be at home. Yeah, Raiders, I mean, the Raiders look. I mean, think of talk about other games that we haven't talked about. That Monday night game that the Raiders played was one of the wildest. With the Ravens, yes, it was crazy, crazy. I mean, 
They thought, thought the walk off touchdown, the end of yeah. short, and then they turn it like, oh, what the heck, man? Like, <laughs> that game was all over the damn place. And then you get a five yard delay game penalty on the Raiders for kicking the winning field goal and they had to back it up five. Like, what the, What are we doing with our lives, John Green? You know, crazy, crazy. Uh, yeah, I anyway, think. Anyway, the ride that, that high, I think I think it's the Las Vegas Raiders going to Pittsburgh. That's a hard place to play, Heinz Field. It is. It's a hard place to play. And I think you that know, when it's Steelers, a really hard place to play is in November. And it's not November, it's September. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I'm going with the Steelers in this one. I think it's the really, Steelers I mean, got I, the Raiders. Man, I think. I hate to say it. Yeah. It's a coin flip, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Niners and the Eagles. Is that what you have up there? Uh, you have to go because you're, you're all over the place. <laughs> you, just, you give the games, I'll give the games. All right, Niners, Eagles. Uh, yeah, San Francisco looked a little bit iffy last week, giving it up in a big blowout. We almost let the Lions come back on like that. That was uh, interesting. Had a couple of major uh, injuries sustained, so we'll see how they come forward. Philadelphia looked fantastic. They did. Jalen Hurts looked great. It on, so we're going to find yeah. out real quick. And all the pressure on Jimmy D. Games in Philly. Uh, I like Philly in both. I do too. Um, I, I was surprised at the Niners last week. I have to say that right now. I was, um, but I think I was not well. surprised when they were up three scores. I was surprised that uh, Detroit had a comeback. You know, I mean, they even got they won an onside kick and bounced off George Kittle's face mask. Like it was crazy. The ball was just bouncing in the Detroit players. You know, favor at the end there, and you know, it made right. a fun game. Texans Browns, Houston at the Browns, which you've said already is your favorite game of the week. So it far. is my favorite game of the week because Texans surprised everybody. I mean, Jacksonville should have had an easy one, two, three day. They didn't. They lost against the Texans. Not they have a little. Lost. They got. Them. Yeah, uh, yeah. At home, Browns look good against the Chiefs. Yep. So yep. I'm there going, dang, like this is gonna be a good game because who knows what could happen here. Although I think the Cleveland's gonna put their foot the on the revenge game. It's true. He was there. You're absolutely correct. I still You're absolutely correct. I, I, yeah, I, I think so too. But it makes it makes for interesting it makes for interesting television. Yeah, there's enough there's enough storylines and yeah, I mean that's you know, week two and really all the way through like week four is so fun because there's no trends yet. Oh. Right? Just because you won last week doesn't mean you're gonna win in week two. You know, like we're talking about week five and you're like this team's four and oh, you're like, okay, this team's good, right? Yeah. But this week, week two and week three, you're like, mm, they won two games in a row. That's not really a streak. Yeah. You know, so oh, they're two and one, they're three and oh, man, you know, anything can happen in week four. Week five is when you start turning around and starting to see favorites. Right, but now you're just looking at storylines, and it's fun because yeah, you just don't exactly. know. No one knows right now what's going to happen. It's man, it's few. It's just so beautiful. Broncos, Jack between Jack. this and yeah, between this and college football, and you know, plug gears, Jeremy and Tommy and the rest of our Ohio State friends. Man, Oregon going into Ohio State and doing that is wild. And if you yes. didn't watch that game, you did yourself a disservice because. It wasn't, they didn't jump out and Ohio State came back. Like they went punch for punch at the end. I kept going, oh, here's where Ohio State comes back, right? Gives them a score. Morgan just jams it down their throat and goes and scores again to go fight the touchdowns. Like that game was every bit of fun of football. And I listen, 
Those are the, probably the two teams that I hate the most. I do not like the Oregon Ducks. Right. And you don't like the Ohio State the Buckeyes, eh? And I've hated Ohio State since 96 when there was Orlando Pace and freaking Jim Fassel in his sweater vest. To this day, I will not wear a sweater vest because of Jim Fassel. You know that? To this day. <laughs> oh, my God. That is some hatred, buddy. <laughs> 96 Rose Bowl. Yeah, I mean, those article clothing you won't wear because of a coach. Uh, that's real shit. Oh, my God. Anyway. Oh. Uh. Okay. All okay, that to be said, the two most disliked teams that I have, and I still couldn't stop watching the game. It was fantastic football because it was a good football game. Football is a great equalizer, right? Love. I mean, yeah. There's no absolutely. There's no equalizer like football. It's true. You dislike true. both teams, but man, if the game's good, you're watching. It's it. true because I'll even watch a Michigan game, and I, I hate Michigan. Like I hate everything about Michigan. But yeah. Yeah. well, yeah, all right. started on that. Broncos Jaguars. Dude. Yeah, I've, I mean, it feels like a role for Bromford Denver, right? Denver looks surprisingly good. Teddy Bridgewater looks like his physical skills are back finally. You know, he looked fantastic. Their defense yeah. was serviceable. Jacksonville looked terrible. Urban Meyer's like one foot on the plane to go to USC to take that job. <laughs> that was like the next storyline after that. Of like, are you even? Think about it. It feels like this. Remember when Nick Saban was the coach of the Dolphins? And that rumor yep. came out that he was interested yep. in Alabama, and he was like, ah, there's no way I'd ever go to Alabama. And then, like, a week later, he's like, hey, everybody, guess what? It's been real. I'm going to Alabama. <laughs> that's what yeah. uh, that's what Urban Meyer looked like when they asked him about USC. It looked like you surprised him in front of his wife. He was like, wait, what? Oh, I, I didn't, what do you mean? I didn't spend any money at uh, Hooters. You know, like, <laughs> my wife's here. You know, that's what it looked like to him. Like, uh, here's the thing. Uh, you know, shout out to Lambda. Lambda is my favorite guy to talk football with, and I always enjoy getting Aaron picked because that's all we do is just talk about fun football stuff. Yeah. Um, and he's coaching these days, but I'm real proud of him. He's doing well. So, Coach Lambda, good job. But what we talked about was, you know, if that USC job was open before Urban signed on in Jacksonville, there's no way Urban could do that. Yeah. I, I so totally now that it's right open now. and he's not, you know, Urban's not really suited for the NFL game. Right. I was just gonna say, do you think he's out of his depth? Do you think he's out of his depth? I don't know if he's out of his depth, but he's out of his comfort level, right? And I know that he wants to adapt. He probably could adapt, right? He's a good coach. But is he does he want to? That's the question. Nick Saban also could have done it, right? Nick Saban could have been a Belichick-ish NFL quarterback or you know, coach. coach. Didn't want to be. Right? Hey, I can go make seven million dollars and be a god on campus. Yeah, but the same, same, same could be said. Urban Meyer, I can go be a god at USC, seven million dollars. The same could be said about uh, the brother there, close to the forty-nine. Tim Harbaugh. I think Michigan over overpaid for that guy for mediocrity. Well, because he works. Tim Harbaugh is the most. Don't even, you, Jim Harbaugh. Don't even give me anything wrong now. I've wanted to punch Jim Harbaugh since I was four. He was playing for the game. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Let's get back on top. Four, Sean. Right. Like the first time I ever balled on my fist in anger was against Jim Harbaugh. And I still <laughs> don't even bring any face up your head. It's my blood first rep already. I'm trying to have a good day. Yeah, it's your oh, anniversary, man. man. You Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Saints Panthers. Yeah, I, good game, right? I mean, maybe not too good. Could go either way. Yeah, two of the best running backs in football, and Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara. Yep. Uh, fascinating storyline in New Orleans. They're gonna be down like seven coaches. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. It's a big deal, kids. You gotta watch this. This is the thing. You might see hey, Carolina, Browns- Carolina jumps all over New Orleans. You know what? You will we'll know why. The Browns want to play off games without Stefanski. Yes, but I mean, coaching Coaching is a lot of the head coach, right? But yep. not necessarily in game. I totally agree. You know seven, I mean? seven coaches to go down? That's crazy. And you would rather be out without your head coach in a, in a game yeah. than you would be without seven assistants. Yeah. Now the head coach. As great as, as great as Sean Payton is, right? As great yeah. as Sean Payton is. That's that's really the storyline. And we'll see what Jameis does, right? I mean, Jameis, you know, I mean, he's my pick for comeback player of the year, right? I think he'll lead the league in, you know, passing touchdowns, which came to fruition last week. Totally agree. Uh, we should stop. We should have stopped the count now so I can be right. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see here. We'll see with this, uh, with this Saints team. I love it. All right. Rams, Colts. Buddy boy. Rams look legit after week one. Is there a better division in sports than the NFC West? No. In sports, not uh, in football. In sports. Just think about divisions in sports. Bolts have more loaded. questions. Oh, the Three Rams. Come on. The Rams look so – they look like they're loaded for bear, man. I'm just, just thinking about the NFC West, right? Arizona yeah. looked fantastic. I know. Arizona looked great. Seattle looked great. San Fran looks great. The Rams look great. Yes, it's crazy. You can have it three is. playoff teams from NFC West. Absolutely, in, it, it's 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 amazing to even think that. And then still, one of them might be ten and seven and not get in. Isn't that the craziest thing? Because you, you have the NFC least that's going to take a playoff seed away from you guys, probably coming in at a seven and ten. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> Absolutely wild. Just blows your mind. Anyways, I think the Rams are running all over the Colts. I don't. I don't think the Colts have an answer for that. They don't have an answer for that. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a lot of the week. To be fair, they don't have an answer for that. You're throwing. You're throwing. Listen. What's his Carson, face? Carson Wentz has, it has, it has it's three games. Yeah, Wentz. Walk across the field. He needs to grab Aaron Donald and look him in his eye and just say, "I just want to meet you now before you're laying on the line." <laughs> Yeah. That oh, defense is legendary. That's it's stuff of legend. Yeah. It's Aaron stuff Donald, of Aaron legend. Aaron. Yep. I'm sorry, man. I don't see how the Colts come out of that. Matt Stafford's been a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback in this system. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. You, you have problem. wide receivers to play with. You have an uh, offensive line to cover you. Yep. Real coordinator for once. Yeah. I'm sorry. Indianapolis is in trouble. Bills Dolphins. Bills need to come back in this game. I'm sorry. They need to. It's week two and you're already on the panic wagon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to assert confidence back you into should Josh be because Allen. Miami's going to walk them. Wow. Okay. So we're in odds on this one because Bills, well, I'm saying, you're going to win. the odds already. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm there going Bills. Bills have to win. It's going to be a wild and woolly one right down to the finish. 
because the Dolphins do That's, always show you're up. You're already in a must win in week two. Like your team yes. Real, <laughs> yes. Real, I hate to problems. say it, man. It's week two. Real but it's, yeah. <laughs> you have to. Come on, man. If he goes down 0-2 after that progression of last season, his confidence shot. Josh Allen's confidence would be shot. Yeah. Is that all you have to say to what I have to say here? He looks like a baby giraffe out there. Yeah, he doesn't have any confidence to start with. Okay, let's move on from that. So we're at odds. Listen, everyone, just go Google quarterback rushing TDs, and you'll see one person jumping like a baby giraffe across the goal line, and only one person. And that person cannot hit the broad side of a barn. And his name is Josh Allen, number 17, which since Doug Williams hasn't been a great quarterback number. Oh, my God. Okay, let's move on. I'm telling you right now, Bills, you're going Dolphins. You're saying truth hurts, run. I understand, Dolphins I understand the them. truth hurts. And you bought this Josh Allen jersey already when you shouldn't have. And here, I mean, He's my quarterback, man. He's my quarterback. All right. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. He's not your winner. I'll tell you that. Uh, All right. Patriots, Jets. Patriots, Jets. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see anything from the, from the Jets last week that makes me feel like the New England Patriots are going to lose. No. So I'm going to tell you right now, Patriots going to win. They're going to run them. I think no one in the AFCs uh, won last weekend. Yeah, it was pretty bad. All was losers. Too bad. You know, I was, I, was keeping, <laughs> I was keeping track in our little uh, spot there. You know, we've got Patriots fans, Bears fans, Bills fans. <laughs> Uh, well, having said that, missing, you know, yeah. like, like, but the, I, my team still wins. So. Yeah, yeah, we we all knew that, Brad. Thanks, thanks, thanks Brad. Yeah, yeah. After you, Pat, Northwest, you whatever. Didn't you pick the Colts last week? Did I pick the Colts? I'm pretty sure. You said Russell against who? Have a terrible game? No, 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 yeah. not against the Seahawks. Come on, man. We'll pull them I'm pretty sure out of spite. Out of spite. Oh, man. No, man. That's insanity. Maybe if it was out of spite. I don't think so. I'm not that stupid. It's like... <laughs> All right. Bengals, Bears. Dave, Sadler, cover your ears. Bears are getting spanked. Bears are getting spanked. Spanked throws the ball a little bit. That's, uh, yeah. Chicago's in for a rough one. We might see Justin Fields sooner than we think. I know. Uh, Bengals, I'm sorry. Joey Burrows looks like the real deal. Um, oh, well, I mean, again, right? But, I mean, he looked real good before he got hurt last year. It's, you know, always hard coming back. You know, look like he's on the mend. So, you know, you're going to see I think it's big things from Mr. Burrows this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I think the Bears are getting spanked. Yeah. And week three, Justin Fields starts. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've, I've been on record saying by week four, so. Yeah, yep. Slow down, Red All Rifle. Right. Clipboard's Dude, on its way. Dude, why is this game even being played? Buccaneers-Falcons, why? Why is it even being played? Or why are the Falcons showing up? Because they're division opponents. It has to be played. Uh, in Tampa. It's a recipe for disaster for Atlanta. Is it Tampa by 20? Easy. Easy. I mean, yeah. a lot. I don't, you know. I, I don't know what you're doing, man. It's, yeah. But it's it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. 
Or Philadelphia's that good? I don't know the answer. But I feel like that it is terrible. I think it's Tampa by a lot. Listen, I said it at the end of last season that uh, Matt Ryan should have retired. That guy should be gone. They should have another quarterback in there. Why yeah, aren't they drafting? He's not going to retire if you're still going to pay him $20 million. Uh, of course not. And then Julio Jones. Who's Julio Jones? What do you have there now? You have nobody. You're no, just Calvin, a joke. Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley is a bona fide number one receiver. They do not have a running game. That's for damn sure. Yeah. You know, that Kyle Pitts pick at four, uh, he might be the best tight end of this generation, but it's right. going to be lost on a terrible team because they don't have an offensive line. or. That is so unfortunate. That is so unfortunate. Well, I mean, they had time, right? I mean, that's a bit of They do not look good. All right. Vikings-Cardinals, another one of these games. Why is this even being played? Oh, the Cardinals. Vikings are terrible. Yeah, the Cardinals are going to destroy it. Kirk Cousins is the terrible quarterback in the game. Let alone the Vikings are terrible. Yeah. Why even play that game? It's not everything Griffin this week hitting a deer just so we could avoid playing in the week. Can you see that? Everything Griffin was like, man, I'm on a short lease. I'm going to get out of that. This week. Oh, there's the deer. Put a- I'm just going to hit that deer. <laughs> Why not? Because I don't want to be embarrassed on TV. Yeah, I don't want to play, but I don't want to, I want to get this game checked. How can I oh get out of God. Is that a deer? Oh. Alright, All right, this game's got me interested because Seattle Seahawks against the Tennessee Titans. I think Seattle's gonna win. But I think T- Tennessee is gonna try to punch their way out of this year Tennessee. Derrick Henry's gotta get back on track. Yeah, listen, 58 I'm gonna yards? Be, I'm gonna be listen, I'm gonna be there. So Yo, you're gonna be there. Yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. Shout out to shout out to Jason McFadden, the man, man. Last night he was at the Storm game. Yeah. Right? Hanging out with Megan and seeing Sue Bird afterwards, and Brianna Stewart, and oh. he, just, he was all over the place, sitting right there. Said he's gonna be at the Husky game. And to his credit, he invited me along for this whirlwind sports tour. I could have gone to the Storm game last night. I yeah. Gone to the Husky game today. That's my anniversary. So did the right thing and stay home. You did. You did. But tomorrow, I'm driving down. Make sure you take some pictures, all right? Put it up on the... uh, Yeah, put it up. I'll I'll, I'll send it. I'll send it. I'll be there live. Yeah. All right, so you're going to be there. I want some real-time coverage because I think think CL's going to win. But uh, Tennessee's going to show up, I think, this game. I think it's a shootout. I mean, I still think Seattle wins comfortably, but I think there's a lot of points scored, which either way is fine. Yeah. All right. Cowboys Chargers. Interesting. Cowboys did not yeah. look bad against Tampa. Uh, yeah. No, they didn't. No, the, the Chargers didn't look terrible either, right? It's a weird no. uh, It's a weird game. Probably the toughest game to pick, I think, this week for me. Yeah. I think this one also is a it's going to be right down to the wire you know probably like that Thursday night game coming right down to the wire on a field goal so yeah, I, I like uh, I like Los Angeles at home so mm-hmm. I'll go Chargers I'm going to go Cowboys in this one because I think uh, but I mean you know they have lost and I'm taking I'm taking the Cowboys knowing they lost to Marcus Lawrence you know what I mean like, yeah the defense is a little questionable. Yeah. They lost another but, lineman to a freak accident this week. Yeah, yeah. 
So they're getting another one back. I mean, you know, that's what they yeah. didn't look good. They didn't look good on offense, rushing ball. They do the shit out of it. Listen, Dallas thought all this time that it was Ezekiel Elliott. They thought it was Ezekiel Elliott. No, it is. It is Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's their guy. Well, yeah. I mean, Zeke has a lot of talent, but that offensive line's not doing any favors. And that's where he really made his money right here. It's Ravens. It's not my Ohio State bias. <laughs> Here's why I don't like Ezekiel Williams. It's nothing to do with Ohio State. Well, maybe oh. it does because they allowed it. When he showed up at the draft with his little dress shirt cut so you could see his belly button, that's all I need to know about Zeke Elliott. That's a great point, man. That's all I need to know. That's all, that's all you need to know, man. You're, you're not that's an a alpha. great point. <laughs> you're not an alpha at that point. You're a prima donna walking in like that. It's a bunch of other world-class alpha. Yeah. Don't be doing that. Just stop, Zeke. Don't be doing that. I want to like Zeke, and I, I see him. I watch him on Hard Knocks, man, and whenever I see him, I'm like, yeah, like, man, I, I really could rock with Zeke, right? I think, I think he's a fun dude, you know, yeah. and all that stuff. Nice flashback of that draft photo. I'm like, man, this guy just, you know what? I'm out. You know, uh, he's a he's an Ohio State alumni, absolutely. I mean, if you talk to a lot of my uh, family on my wife's side, they're going to love Zeke Elliott. Yeah, yeah, there are and those few should. things. And they should. There are those you few know what? things. You know what we forgot was uh, Willis McGahee's knee in Ooh. 2002 in the Orange Bowl. Ooh. Willis McGahee from, d- remember, the see? There we go. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, Chargers uh, for me in this one. Cowboys for you. Uh, Kansas yeah. City, Baltimore is where we are next. Yeah. Kansas City's going to beat Baltimore, keep that uh, express train yeah. rolling. Keep that yeah. record going against Baltimore. The, the injury, the injury bug that lived in San Francisco last year is now in Baltimore. They can, yep. they're just ACL city up there yep. right now, and they're just shredded on defense. No more Marcus Peters. They're down how many running backs? They're just losing. They're hemorrhaging people at this point. Yep. Yeah. Kansas they're in trouble. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, we talked about this at the beginning of the show, Green Bay Packers on the Monday night game, Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions. It's a must win for Green Bay as well. Yeah, Green Bay's got to get back on track. Yeah. I think they they will. They do it at home against a division opponent by a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think they do. Man. Okay. It's going to be interesting to see them if all of our picks come to fruition there. I mean, I already know that you know. And I'm I'm already at a disadvantage picking these teams because you came back from week three, so you know that's awesome. Uh, it's unfortunate well, you had to come have, back and celebrate your. Yeah, now you just have to decide if I'm telling you the truth. Or not. That's, the, that's, that's it. The Actually, I, I used the wrong word. It's fortunate that you got to come back a week back and celebrate your anniversary again. Twice. So <laughs> twice. I mean, that must have been worst really nice. You had to do it twice. Worst celebrating. Yeah. So nice. You had to do it twice, right? <laughs> <laughs> or five times in the case, maybe. Yeah. Why would you keep coming back? You got the sports spending wrong on uh, this week. You had to keep coming yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> my, my memory's not what it used to be. <laughs> Brad, as always, man, it's been so good. This has been great. Yeah. Like, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Oh, man. Okay, kids, until right. next time, be good to be good at it. Right up. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. 
Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week. And join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.